0: And I look upon His face, the one who saved me by His grace, when He takes me by the hand and leads me through. What a a wonderful day it is. Wonderful day the Lord has given us, as we talked about in Sunday school, what a blessing we have in this town. He was talking about during the Sunday school, I think it was Emperor Nero, that hung Christians up on poles, poured oil on them and set them on fire. We don't have that here, but we forget what a truly blessed world we, blessed nation we live in. Oh, let me come out of this thing right now. It's gonna, be it's gonna be one of them days. Let's hope. <laughs> my my wife asked me on the way over. Said, "What are you preaching on, Mr.? know She said, "I know." I know what verses I'm going to use," she said. "Well, what direction are you going?" I said. "I don't know. The good Lord's going to give me the direction because I don't know myself. But start with I want to read a very familiar verse of Scripture in this day and time." Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen. This verse has been on my mind. I have seen it all over Facebook. I have heard this quoted so many times. over Especially since this pandemic's hit. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face... And turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. And will forgive their sins. And will heal their land. Now I'm going to say it The last. This is the third sermon I have preached in a row. That this verse has been read. I don't like repeating myself. But I haven't read it here. But the point I want to make on that. Let me go over that verse one more time. People want to quote that verse. God will heal our land. That's what the verse says. But, take all of that verse. If my people, that's the Christian people, that's us, Christian people, if my people, which are called by my name, that's Christians, shall humble, boy that's a hard one for a whole bunch of people. It is for me. It is. Shall humble themselves and pray. Not only do you have to Humble yourself, you have to pray. For that prayer to get through, you need to be as humble. What a blessing this church is to have those little children up here. The Bible says, Jesus says, humble yourself as these little children. When you humble yourself, as that says, as these little children, and you pray, and seek my face. Every time I have read this over the last three sermons, I have stressed something different every time. That one, seek my face. you got to seek what God has for you, what He wants you to do. Everything in your life should focus on you. Humble, pray, and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. Then people don't wanna take that part. They won't leave that part out. Well, God says he's gonna heal her land. Yes, God did say he'd heal her land. But there's then in that. First you have got to humble. Humble, pray, seek God's face. Turn from your wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins, and will heal their land. But that seek God's face. The next uh, verse I want to read. I've got a couple of verses here. Amos chapter 8. Let me get my paper out here. Amos chapter 8, verse 11. But keep that 2 Chronicles verse in your mouth. Seek God's face. Humble yourself. Pray. But the main thing, seek God's face. Every person in this church, I pray, is here to seek God's face. I'm not up here to look good. Of course, I know I don't. But that's the humble part. Man, I know I don't look good. But I got a Bible. I'm a willing vessel for God, that's all it takes. I've heard it said before that God don't call the qualified; He qualifies the call. Because I am in Biden by, by no means qualified to stand behind this pulpit and read the Word of God, but God qualified. Without God, I'm just somebody up here talking. <laughs> But we fixing to go to the Lord in prayer. I want every one of y'all to pray that God sent a preacher down. That God will hide me behind the cross. That y'all ain't gonna see me. Y'all just gonna hear my voice. I pray that the words will be sent directly from God to you. By here, heads. Lord, Father in heaven, we thank you once again for another wonderful day of life that you've given us, Lord. Oh, we thank you for this church the church family. Lord, may we all bond together as one and come and seek your face. humble ourselves and pray. And Lord, you promise that if we do this, you will heal our life. And Lord, we know that you're not capable of life. But Lord, I just pray that this nation and this world does all of those stipulations. That they humble themselves, that they pray and that Most of all they seek your face And what your plan is But Lord we know that you're in control There's nothing That we can do except pray to you And lean on you for the comfort Lord in the times to come Your Bible says It's going to get worse And Lord I know it is But Lord I just pray that you have mercy on us Lord you grant us the grace Lord we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross, that we might be forgiven for our sins and our trespasses against you. Lord, now I just pray to you that you step me behind the cross, you hide me behind the cross, Lord, you send down the Holy Ghost upon me, Lord, that send the preacher down that this message would be delivered from you. Lord, open up your hearts, minds, and ears that we might receive this message. Most of all Lord carry it out into the world Before it's everlasting Too late Lord we know that We're only granted so many days here on this earth And Lord we just pray That your will be done in every day we have left We thank you, we love you In Jesus name we pray Amen (laughs) (laughs) I I walk around while I'm praying And I get lost So I raised up and I went uh oh I keep. Think, I got my eyes closed, and I keep thinking I'm going to walk off there one of these days. <clears throat> but if I do, the good Lord will bounce me right back up. You got to have that faith in. You. But Amos, Amos, chapter eight, verse eleven. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, saith the Lord God, that I will, I, that I will send a famine. That's God. That I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread. Yeah, you know, their their famines goes on it did in biblical times. They they was hungry. Usually caused from a drought. The crops died. They didn't have nothing to eat. They was hungry. That is a famine of food. But this says I will send a famine in the land not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. That time is getting upon us real quick. When you have... I'm going to have to go there. i seen seen on a Facebook post that this big TV preacher... I ain't gonna call them names, but he has started a CDB. Oh, I think is what it is. I ain't done much research, but it that CDB is the bad stuff. Or well, what they say the good stuff in marijuana. Whether that's good or bad, the medicinal marijuana, I'm not gonna say nothing about it. But my thing is that preacher has started a company and undercut the price of these other people. That's why they're throwing a fit. Because he undercut the price. He's taking their money away from them. But I'm going to tell you right now, nothing, as a man of God, nothing in this world that can be conceived as evil should I partake of Do I? Yes, I mess up. But I'm not going to stand up and preach the Word of God and then in the back room come up with a deal to feed my pocket. That's what the world's coming to. Not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the Word of God. I found this on uh, Facebook last night. I had it on my phone, but I, I wrote it down. It says, first, first we overlook evil. Then we permit evil. Now this is not biblical. This is some other guy's quote. But does it not hit today's time? First we overlook evil. Then we permit evil. Then we legalize evil. Then we promote evil. Then we celebrate evil. Then we persecute those who still call it evil. Amen. The world we're living in now, we've done this about to the end of that. That persecuting the ones that, call, that still call evil, evil. It's getting to that. We're up to that one now. Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. That darkness for light and light for darkness. My wife asked me, I believe it was last night, we were talking about something and she said, Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line on? Condemning evil or condoning evil. Right there is the line. That is the very line. If that Bible called it evil, it's still evil. I don't care how much they legalize it. I don't care how much it's promoted. I don't care how much it's flaunted in your face. If that Bible says it's evil, it's evil. Now, most of our sermon is coming. I had uh, two different things here. But... uh, I think I'm going to go with Matthew chapter 7. Hopefully I won't make y'all turn no more. (coughs) Sometimes God gives you a whole bunch of verses. Sometimes He gives you one. But this same story is in two different parts in the gospel. It is in Matthew chapter 7 and it's in Luke chapter 13. But I'm going to go with Matthew chapter 7. Starting in verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate. And broad is the way. That leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. If you don't. What that second chronicle say? If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. If you're a Christian, you humble themselves. You pray. You seek God's face. When you seek God's face, God will direct you on which path that you're supposed to be on. If you follow the crowd, you're going to end up going the wrong way. Because that verse says wide let me make sure I quote that right. Enter ye in at straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way. Wide and broad, big room for many people to get through that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in there at. When you start calling that little, I don't know if that's a poem, saying, whatever. First we overlook evil. That's heading you toward that path. Then we permit evil. That's putting you on the path. Then we legalize it. You headed down that road. Then we promote evil. Man, you just keep on going on that broad path toward that wide gate. Then you celebrate it. Then after you're on that path long enough, you don't realize the path you're on has led you completely away from God. Because you didn't humble yourself, you didn't pray, and you didn't seek God's face. It's not God's plan. I've had people ask me what, And had one tell me one time that, that hell is not eternal. Hell just, you go there and you burn up, that's it. That's not what my Bible says. His excuse was, our God is a God of love. And yes, He is. He loved us enough to send His Son on this earth to die for us. If that's not love, I don't know what he is. God loves us. Yes, He does. But hell is eternal. God don't send you to hell. You choose that wide gate and that broad path to destruction. Every day when you get up, you choose which path you're going to take that day. Some days, hey, the devil don't bother me. Before I stick right with it, I pray. Man, I got God on my mind all day. What a wonderful day that is. That's that other path. But some days you get up, you have a bad day right off the bat. Everything in the world is going wrong. It's so much easier to pick that other path. Pick the path most people choose. What this is saying is, Many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. As time goes on, it's going to get worse. Over this pandemic, you know, there's been people passing away other than coronavirus. But I told somebody a couple of weeks ago, it, it hurts me. It hurts me that I perform a whole lot more funerals than I do baptism. Than I do seeing people come to the altar. Come to that old altar and get up and tears run out of your eyes. You've accepted Christ. What a wonderful time it is then if it's the next day or it's 50 years or 100 years later and somebody preaches your funeral, as long as you endure to the end, those funerals are no problem. Let me tell you, what a wonderful thing it is to be able to preach the funerals for the ones that endure to the end. But a lot of people don't endure to the end. and A lot of people ain't on that path. To endure till then. Because as that said, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and there is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to find it. And I'm going to tell you the day and age we're living in now, it is time for Christian people to get up off of their hand in. I'm going to go ahead and say it I'm an old country boy. Get up off your hand in. Go out and preach the Word of God. You ain't got to stand behind this pulpit and preach. It is our duty as Christians, everyone that claims to be a Christian, to take that Bible Go out into the world and show people. Because I want to tell you the time is coming when we're not going to be able to. What we learned in Sunday school, those people were persecuted. They was hiding in caves, okay, tombs, in there with a dead body. They're hiding at a church. I want to tell you the way the world's going right now. It's that way other places. It's going to get that way here. If we take God for granted. Now, I want to tell you, that's what's happening in a lot of other places. As was said, I think, in son's school, we are extremely blessed of God around this little area. The Bible belt is what? The politicians are tough college. But I want to tell you what, the Bible belt is weak the Bible out of it. More and more every day. I believe in the old King James Version Bible. That That's it. Now I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't read other versions. If you've got one of them, good. But what I tell people about you take this King James Version, you read it. And if you got another version, you read it, and then you go back and read King James again. You study the Bible. That is the seeking God's face from Second Chronicles. Yes, we come to church to seek God's face. But it's going to come a time when we're going to be persecuted for coming to this church. They're trying to shut churches down right now in America. I didn't think that would ever happen. But I will to tell you that now it's happening the governor of Tennessee recommends that you don't go to church. Oh, you can look at it online. I talked to a guy one time, he said, man, when that, when that old online preaching first come out, he said, I love it. He said, the first Sunday I watched it, it's all good. He said, the second Sunday, I realized there's a pause on that line. I need a cup of coffee. Get up, go get him a cup of coffee. Come back, sit back down. Unfollowed. The next Sunday, he said, Saturday evening, Mr. McCullough, and Sunday, and he said, it didn't take me long to realize that I'm getting nothing out of this message because I keep the preacher piles all day. It's time for the world to quit pausing the preachers and become the preacher. You take that message. You take that love God gave you. You take the love Christ gave you. And you go out and show somebody else that love. There is so much hate in this world of life. Man, I will tell you, they have turned lightness into dark, evil into good, love into hate. God is not the God of hate. God is the God of love. And that's what we need to do as Christian people. Humble ourselves, head on our knees and pray and say, God, who do you want me to go to now? God, I know there's somebody lost out in the world and I know you can talk to through me to get to them. All right, God, who is it? You tell me how to go. You be a well vessel for God. I'm not standing up here because I want to. God told me, preach, not because I wanted to. There is no way in the world I would have ever thought I would stand behind this pulpit and speak the word of God it ain't going to happen God told me to do it it ain't going to happen God Uh-oh, I ain't been a Christian long enough now Moses used them excuses Why well, I can't talk good God I stutter and I can't talk good I'm going to tell you brother Greg Eaton stutter he gets behind the pulpit very self, and bury himself in your here to stutter that's God that's God doing it. That's not Him. But all of us has a job to do. Every single one of us, every day of our life, if you get up in the morning and you go, and you got breath, God's got purpose for you here. And it's not going to be very long before people are going to fear to do what God wants them to do. Because they will be persecuted. If God allows this world to keep spinning, Before long we're going to be meeting in them tombs at the church. Because we will be too scared. To go out and say I'm a Christian. All over the Middle East now. That was brought out in Sunday school, all over the Middle East now. There are Christians getting their heads cut long off. They say, denounce Jesus Christ and kill him. I remember the second I got saved. When I got up from out of water, without a doubt in my mind, if somebody had come in. And Sword out or a gun and said, Denounce Jesus Christ or I'm going to kill you. I said, Go for it. Do, it. do it! Do it! I had that joy. I had that knowledge of knowing where I'm going. But as time goes on, you kind of lose that. And I have thought about that. I have prayed about it. I see God's face on When you come to accept Christ, When you raise up from that old altar and tears come out of your eyes, you don't have a single sin in your life. Your slate is completely clean. Nothing. What a joyous time that is. But as you go on, we mess up every day. Every one of us does. When you mess up, it's like God. Okay, he had a mean and thought. back. That's building up. You'll answer for that. At judgment day, you will answer for that. God got another pencil and said, I put it on his heart and on top of his neighbor. He didn't do it. Another little check mark. That carries you closer to that broad path of destruction. So my advice is, and I try, do I do it every time? No, I don't. I know better than nobody else. But when you get up every morning, you thank God for another day of life. Because there is so many people that didn't wake up this morning. You thank God for that day. And you ask God, what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to witness to today? Who do you want me to help? You know, sometimes you go to the dollar store and sometimes God will put it on me to just say, have a blessed day. I don't know why God told me to tell that cash here, have a blessed day. But if God puts it on me to do it, have a blessed day. That may be a seed planting for later on. If I plant, the Bible says one plant saved one water, but give God the increase." God does it. Nothing I can do. Nothing you can do except obey God and keep on that straight path. But in today's times, it is so easy to, well, you know, all this pandemic going on, I ain't getting scared of that virus, but. Other people ain't going to church. Yeah. I need to go to Walmart and get girth. Let's do it today because everybody else will be at church. Not really realizing that everybody else is at Walmart because they're using the same excuse you're using. It's so easy to use an excuse. As we said, or Brother Jerry said in Sunday school, God knows. God knows problems we go through. God will help us go through the problems. But you go back to that second chronicles. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves. <laughs> I should be able to quote that, but I'm going to make sure I that. If my people, that's Christian people, which are called by my name, that's God's people, through Jesus Christ, that's Christian people, shall humble themselves. Now that's a hard one for... We are so blessed here in America that it is so hard to humble ourselves. These people overseas that are hiding to help their their homes, they know that if the right person sees them with they hold the Bible, they're going to be locked up. The Bible going to be confiscated and they could face jail. That is a humbling experience when you are so dedicated to worshiping the one true living God that you'll put your life on the line for it. Are we all ready for that? The Bible says it's coming. I truly believe that we're living in the last days. I pray that everyone in the world reads that version. And everyone and every Christian in the world that is written to Christians. That every Christian in the world. I don't care if you Baptist, Methodist, it ain't got nothing to do with denomination. If my people, which call on my name, humble themselves, humble yourself before God. A lot of people want to get ugly. Like that TV preacher I was talking about, he's worth millions, probably. Is he any better than I am? No. That homeless guy out there on the street, if he's got Christ, if he's got God, if he's got Christ in his heart, I ain't no what it means. We gotta keep that mind. If you're a Christian, you're on that straight path, stay on it. But the only way we're gonna get our country this word back on. God knows what we're gonna do. God put this verse in this Bible for a reason. But the reason God put it in there is for us to take it and apply it. Because there coming a the day when you won't be able to have one. There, there coming a the day when everybody is fancy over their little cell phone. I'm sorry, I still don't like them, but I use them. They're coming today. They took off numerous apps overnight off the phones. Y'all, you don't think they did the same thing with all of your own Bible apps? I've got a bunch of them. I've got five or six apps with just study Bible and the King James, I mean, but overnight they took one of the Psalms says, take this. Hide it in your heart that you might not sin against God. We need to take that and hide it. We need to take that student. Because there's coming a time when you will to get that. As Amos 8 said, a family of hearing the Word of God. Hearing That means the true Word of God. You're always going to hear it what they want you to do. You're going to hear the falsehoods that they're pushing. The evil that they're promoting. The evil they're legalizing. That evil don't come from God. God, if it's evil, if, it, if it's even the appearance of evil, it ain't come go from God. Where did it come from? He's taking control of our minds, our government, They're taking God out of everything. It's time, Christian people, stood up, get on that straight path, humble yourself, pray, seek God's face, and He promises He will heal our land. But in closing, one of the I was talking about funerals while ago. I have had the pleasure. Of doing some funerals for some very godly people over the last little while, some of them have been sick for a long time. James chapter five, No only one I can remember. The affectionate fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. I I take that verse to heart. When I pray for the healing of somebody, you pray that God's will be done start with. it. You pray and believe God can heal. But so many times I have prayed that prayer with other people. When these people pass away, what can you do? You go to them and say, Well God didn't do, do what, he he done, what He said He'd done, what He said He did. Yeah, He did. God healed them on the other side you got to let them know that if they've accepted Christ. They're a Christian. They endure till the end. Death ain't nothing. Death, ain't, death shouldn't scare you because you are healed on the other side. There are people walking on the streets of gold kicking up gold dust right now that had a miserable time on this earth. But they stayed on that straight path. They humbled themselves. They prayed to God. And God healed them. The same way with that bird. God may not heal this nation. Even if we do all of those things that He stipulates us to do. But if we do all of those things that stipulated for us to do, that means we're going to a better place when this world over. And God will heal our nation. You'll live in a wonderful nation. Go, no pain, no evil. That's the problem with this world. There's too much evil in it. There's too much hatred, too much lying, too much controlling. But in heaven, in heaven, you're gonna be controlled. You are gonna be controlled. God's gonna control it. But you know what? The wonderful thing of it is, you're gonna agree with that control. You're going to want that. Pedro. You're going to want to do what God wants you to do. You're going to praise God for eternity. Because you want to. But now people want to get up and come to church. To praise God for one day. They don't want to. They got an excuse. I'm going to read that verse one more time. And then we'll get up. A... Brother you want to go ahead and get a song. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land.